Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, and we are back again with maybe the most important episode or show of the season of the IDP Fantasy Football or the IDP Army podcast. Um, we're doing linebackers today. We're doing an updated linebacker ranking show. I'm going to break down my top 24 guys for you all, um, tell you why I have them that way, and then I'll get you out of here. And we got drafts going on, so I know some of you guys and gals are going to be hopping into those today. So let's see what we can do for that. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. We are back. Like I said, this is probably the most important show of the season. This is my updated redraft rankings for linebackers. Uh, do me a favor before we get started. Go subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Just click the little subscribe button. That would be awesome. Give us a thumbs up there as well. That would be incredible. We want to hit a thousand followers by kickoff. We're, we're inching closer and closer every day. So kickoff's just, what, a week and a half off? So I, I think we can do it with your help. So do that for me. Um, at the end of this video, after you watch it, comment uh, a linebacker that you're fading maybe in this group or someone I didn't bring up, but, but that you're fading this year going into the season. I'm interested and curious to see uh, how other people are viewing the linebackers this season. Um, some of the guys that may be mentioned here that you're not in on, I would love to hear why. So do me a favor and do that. Um, want to give a shout out quickly to the Patreons. If you are not in our Patreon, you need to go do that in season. It's going to be, have so many cool things going on. We're going to be doing, um, the start sit stuff in the IDP index is obviously going to be huge. Uh, that'll be updated. We'll have the snap shares and, and play times in there for guys, including all the other stuff that's already in there, which you, if you aren't familiar with the ultimate IDP index, I mean, like I said, at the bottom of the screen right here, um, you know, it's tiered IDP rankings. we got player production profiles. Uh, we got contract information. we got detailed write-ups. we got graphics. we got all kinds of stuff in there. It's insane. You got to get in there. Um, yeah, go ahead and go do that. If you are not part of that, we would love that. And 
yeah, let's go ahead and get to these rankings. Oh, quickly, this video is going to be a little bit shorter. won't go super in detail. going to try to keep it, you know, probably about 30 minutes. But uh, in the comments below, I will pin the tweet to the older linebacker shows that we have on the show. We go a little bit more in detail this offseason. Um, and I'll also put that in the description. So you can go click on those and check out maybe a more detailed explanation of kind of where these guys are long term um, as you see fit. So let's go ahead and just give you all the goods all right so linebacker rankings going into this year top 12 is you know it's gonna be kind of chalky um you know there's nothing wrong with that so what number one we have Darius Leonard two we have Devin White three Zach Cunningham four Blake Martinez five Joe Schobert six Roquan Smith I'll probably get a little hate for that one seven Bobby Wagner eight Tremaine Edmonds nine Levante David ten Patrick Queen, 11, Eric Hendricks, and 12, I have second-year player Kenneth Murray from the Chargers sneaking up in there. Um, so let's just go ahead and start with Darius Leonard. You know, he's number one, pretty much consensus. There may be some people out there that have Devin White number one, which I'm not going to argue that overall, but I think if you really look into it on a points-per-play basis or points-per-snap basis, uh, D Darius Leonard has shown himself to be incredibly elite. Uh, this last year, 20.6 points per game i mean just to go over 18 at a linebacker puts you at an elite linebacker one area uh, and this is the lowest of his career he's had seasons where he's pushed up 25 26 so he's done Devonte adams-esque type things at his position where he's just far and away the best player um he only played in 14 games this last season uh it is important to note with darius leonard even though he did just get the massive contract and all that he has yet to play a full 16 game season in his career um take that as you will uh, this last year was also his first season without an interception in his career, but he did have five in 2019, so we know he can do that. Just something to bear in mind with him. Um, and his 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 sacks have gone down every year since coming into the league as well. But again, I'm not that. Don't think that's something we can count on to just keep trending down per se. He had three this last year. Uh, I believe he had five the year before and seven as a rookie. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he has you know four or five sacks or something of that nature. So. Um, let's go ahead and pull him off of here and go ahead and say Devin White. Okay, so you'll say, why is Devin White too? Well, Devin White is basically the second best uh, impact play linebacker, or one of the better impact play linebackers. But the thing about him is he's surrounded by so many guys. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, Dominican Sue, Antoine Winfield on the back end, Levante David, who's also a top 12 linebacker. Uh, the disruption that he can bring, the ability for him to get pressure. He had nine sacks last year, I believe. Uh, just, just an incredible number. I'm not saying he's going to repeat that number, but the tackles were also intact. It wasn't like he, he wasn't a slouch in any department whatsoever. And, you know, he wasn't drafted to be a slouch. A lot of people expected him to come into the league and make make big waves and he did as a second year player going off winning the super bowl nine sacks 15 tackles for loss um there's nothing not to love about devin white you could easily take him as number two so to give you something actionable here so where do you draft these guys in your draft that's probably what you're asking yourself okay um go i'll also leave a link down here in the description for i have a tweet thread that i did where i just kind of gave you an overall idea of how to draft idps in your you know idp leagues with your mixed offensive players essentially i'm not going to draft darius leonard um assuming you're starting six or seven essentially you're starting the same number of idp players or very close to it darius leonard for me is not really going to be on my radar to around six or seven now, that's not to say that he couldn't go sooner and he probably won't go sooner in your leagues. But if you want to reach for him in five, I'm OK with that. Devin White, you know, similar story, six, seven. Um, but I'm probably going to wait a couple more rounds and take a couple of these guys a little lower down this list because I, you know, they're kind of arbitrage plays. You can get them multiple rounds later. 
and they're going to score very similarly. They might not have the same absolute upside that a Darius Leonard or Devin White has, but it's going to be pretty close. Um, and that's going to bring me to a guy that interesting player, uh, Zach Cunningham. So 164 tackles this last year, 101 solos, only 13 impact plays. Now, if you've watched this channel, you know the story with him is he's not a big impact play player. But we know that the Houston Texans are garbage. We know that Zach Cunningham is one of the most efficient tacklers in the NFL year over year the last two years. And he's probably going to play a record number of snaps for himself and snap share. Uh, so I think, you know, he could lead the league in tackles just overall. I don't know if the impact plays will be there, but he's this high for me because he's shown year over year that even though he's a boring bread and butter linebacker is kind of what I call him. He's good. Um, he's going to make enough plays to, to be warranted as a top linebacker in your league, pretty much any format too. He's safe. Uh, so you gotta love Zach Cunningham. Show some love. Uh, Blake Martinez, New York Giants defender. Um, I love Blake Martinez. He could just as easily finish as the linebacker one as probably anybody in the league. 151 tackles this last season. He's gone over 140 tackles, uh, I believe, every year for the past four years. Um, you might have to – no, fourth straight season with 140-plus combined tackles. That's incredible. That's that's an incredible floor, comparably consistent. 19.3 points per game this last year. Uh, so, you know, you pretty much – you know, if you play IDP fantasy football, you know who Blake Martinez is. But I'm telling you, uh, he, he's going to be a great player this year, so he's ranked very highly for me. Uh, Joe Schobert, number six, uh, coming in at five here. Up just one spot from where he was uh, the last couple of months for me. Uh, mainly the, the move from – the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Steelers, I think, is an overall net positive for him. Um, you know, he has been an impact play producer, which if you aren't aware, an impact play is any any defensive play that's essentially not a quarterback hit or a tackle. So that's a pass deflection, that's an interception, that's a force fumble, a tackle for loss, a sack, et cetera, et cetera, block kick, uh, safety. So those are the most impactful plays. On non-disruptive defenses, uh, he's actually been putting up some pretty good uh, impact play numbers. Going back to 2017, 23, 2018, 17, abbreviated season, 25 in 2019 and 19 last year. Now playing the middle of the field for one of the most disruptive defenses in the league, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, and with an extremely high tackle floor that he has, you know, proven to to exist year over year, uh, you know, finishing, I believe this will be his fourth season in a row. He finished three of the last four seasons as a top 10 linebacker, and the season he didn't, it was because he got hurt. Um there's a lot of upside with Joe Schobert. Uh, I've been getting him in the seventh round of drafts recently, my redraft leagues, and as an arbitrage linebacker one, like potential linebacker one, the linebacker one, I love him there. Uh, so, you know, when somebody's taking Darius Leonard in the fifth, Devin White in the fifth, um, you can wait two more rounds, maybe even three, if people in your leagues aren't quite savvy enough, and you're going to get somebody in Joe Schobert who I believe is going to go blow for blow, point for point, tackle for tackle with, you know, the big dogs, because Joe Schobert is a big dog. Um, at this point in his career, and, you know, we need to show a little respect. Uh, two and a half sacks. Like I said, three interceptions this last year. The cool thing about him is you go back to the last – he's had three interceptions each of the last uh, two seasons, I believe, maybe even going back three years. Um, you know, he, he he just does more than you would realize. And playing on the Browns before they were good, and then playing on Jacksonville last year before they were good, uh, not a lot of eyes have been on Joe Schobert. So want to make sure that he gets his full, you know, full amount of shine here on this show because – we don't call him all pro Joe for no reason because we know we're speaking that shit into existence. It's going to be prophetic. Okay. People are going to be watching the Steelers this year. You're going to be watching some all pro Joe. So Roquan Smith linebacker six. Now 
in my on the ultimate IDP index, he is my third linebacker. Um, he's young, he's explosive, he's he does everything you want. Um, the tackles are there. The the the, the thing about him for me, and I'm just gonna be completely honest, is he had kind of an outlier number of, of uh tackles for loss last year. Uh 18, I think he had the second most in the entire NFL. I'm not saying he can't do it again, but that's really hard to repeat. Uh, his other impact play numbers, while while good, aren't super duper elite. Now I say all that. He did have 33 impact plays, which led all off-ball linebackers. Now the caveat again is 18 of those were tackles for loss. So what is that? That's like half. Like literally like half of them were tackles for loss. Um, maybe even a little bit more. So if that number comes down even by half, which you know nine tackles for loss is still a great number. You're suddenly viewing Roquan Smith in a different light. Um, so I, I would like to see him produce again uh, and maybe a little bit more diversity across his his uh, 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 production profile. Uh, like I said, it's used very heavily for the tackles for loss. So that's why I'm, you know, hedging, putting him at six just a little bit. We'll have to see how things go. So might end up burning me. We'll have to see. Um, let's go ahead here. Seven, we got Bobby Wagner. I'm not even going to tell you all about Bobby Wagner. You know about Bobby Wagner. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds, some people will think that eight's probably a little bullish. Um, if you have the ultimate IDP index, you can see that the last, his first two years of his career, he had 23, uh, impact plays. That's a great number for a linebacker only had about 115 tackles. Uh, but that could, that's essentially a tier one guy. Um, last year, the impact plays went down by almost two thirds. I think he only had seven or eight. But the reason for that was because he injured his shoulder at the beginning of the season. He was playing tentatively. Uh, so the impact plays did not accumulate. He did have 119 uh, total tackles. He did play plenty of snaps. He just didn't make the impactful plays like he had been doing the two seasons prior. If he takes, if he can pull it all together again, which he very well should, um, it, it appears as nothing is hindering him now to do that. Um, that step forward that a lot of people have been projecting on him the last couple of seasons, uh, it, it's set up to happen here and now. So I'm still on on Tremaine Edmonds. I think he's a great <clears throat> linebacker to, to, to get as a linebacker one. You can draft him as like linebacker 20 in your leagues. Um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, Levante David won the Super Bowl. He's a badass. You know that already. Patrick Queen. Uh, some people will tell you, you know, the Ravens don't play their linebackers all their snaps. Those people are, are right. Um, but when you can make uh, was I think you looking here at the ultimate IDP index, he had over 19 impact plays, only played like 800 ish snaps. Uh, that's that's really, really good. And these aren't just, you know, these aren't tackles for loss or, you know, I mean, a lot of them were nine tackles for loss again on the minimal impact plays. That's actually quite incredible. But he had two uh, forced fumbles. He had an interception. He had. Um, what do you have? He had a touchdown. I think he had a, another big special teams play. So he was kind of just a game wrecker. Um, and those are guys that have a lot of upside. You know, only 106 tackles. That's pretty pedestrian. But again, with, if, with the snaps increase even a, a little bit, the impact play rate that Patrick Queen has, I think top, top 10, it's bullish. But uh, I was down on him last year and he was really, really good. And I'm just I'm not going to be down on really, really good players. I don't think that's the way to play fantasy football. Uh, speaking of being down on good players, Eric Kendricks. This one's a little scary, but on a, a points per game basis last season, he was literally, I believe, the third highest uh, linebacker behind only Darius Leonard and um, TJ Watt. If you're playing in a linebacker with him as a linebacker in a league uh, and Devin White uh, points per game basis. So. Uh, the thing with him was he missed the last few games of the season. People forget early on how good he really was playing. He got a lot of love from, you know, the commentators and stuff because he was doing well in coverage. He was coming off a great coverage year as well. 
I'm interested to see if he can pull it back off. That might be a little bit hot, but I, I, I like Eric Kendricks, and I don't see any reason that the Vikings are going to keep him off the field for enough opportunities to make plenty of points. Uh, that's low-key shade at my dude, Kirk Cousins, who I love, but I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared about the Vikings team this year. Um, Kenneth Murray, this one also might seem a little bullish, but I would just go to tell you to look at – um, his rookie season was really not as bad as you probably think. Um, in the Ultimate IDP Index, we have a link to his YouTube channel where he posted immediately after last season he had surgery on a, his rotator cuff. I don't. I think he played all season injured, uh, straight up and down. Had 107 tackles, 959 snaps. That's a lot of snaps for a player uh, to only come up with nine impact plays. And I'm just chopping it all up to the injury. Uh, I think he played tentatively. I think he played as best he could. Um, but shoulder injuries for linebackers, I, I, I think it, it does something with your mentality on pl- attacking the ball um, and, and it can directly affect your on-field performance. So I'm expecting big things from Kenneth Murray coming in at 12 for me. Gets Brandon Staley, gets a, an offense that's going to be put in a lot of good situations with Justin Herbert. Um, and now, you know, we got Joey Bosa playing, you know, off ball linebacker or a little you know, outside linebacker or whatever you want to call it. But we know that the pressure is going to be there. And we know Kenneth Murray was in college used to get to the quarterback a lot. So I think Brandon Staley is going to have fun with him. Derwin James, Joey Bosa this year, um, just doing a lot of stuff. So I'm very bullish on my man, Kenneth Murray. So let's go ahead and get to the back half of the top 24 here. Uh, guys, gals, if you have any questions, you can drop them in the chat. I will do my best to answer them and get you all out of here quickly. Um, you know, because we all got shit to do. We got drafts to go win, baby. Uh, but winning your draft is important, but you also need to win your leagues. So that's why you got to be here. Come back, subscribe, hit the bell. We do two, three videos a week, probably all all season. We do a live stream every Sunday morning. We'll answer start sick questions. We out here, all right? We don't just go away whenever shit gets hard. We're going to be here with you all 17 weeks this NFL season. So let's talk about the Saints. Demario Davis coming at 13, Deion Jones 14, Fred Warner 15, Alex Singleton 16, Micah Parsons 17, 18, I got Miles Jack 19, Jerome Baker 20, Jamin Davis 21, Zayvon Collins 22, Fusade Olakun 23, Devin Bush and 24, CJ Mosley. So um, Demario Davis. Uh, traditionally DeMario Davis does not make a ton of tackles. Uh, he's only really gone up into the, um, I think he's only gone up past 120 tackles once or twice in his career. Let me double check that. But the thing I like about DeMario Davis and why he's still very high for me, just the very bad, the top end linebacker two, you could even call him a back end linebacker one. Uh, is the blitz numbers. Um, he's consistently blitzed, uh, no matter where he's played. And he's consistently getting home for sacks. What do I mean by that? You go back 2017, five sacks. 2018, five sacks. 2019, four sacks. 2024 sacks. Those are big time premium plays. Okay. Those are the same plays that are skyrocketing a guy like De- Devin White, who won't repeat his numbers to the number two spot, um, you know, in a consensus format, uh, so to speak. Um, so Demario Davis, while he doesn't offer the same kind of tackle upside, only 119 last year, he's going to go over 110. He's going to go over well over 100. Uh, he will have behind line scrimmage plays that are high equity. Um, and I, I have con- some concerns about this offense for the Saints. So he could play a lot of snaps this year. Deion Jones, um, you know, again, this is just, a you know, these guys, this kind of area right here are guys that, I, I want them as my linebacker twos because they have linebacker one upside. Probably everybody from 13 to 18 here. Yeah, all the way to Miles Jack probably has linebacker one upside. Um, 
they just have to pull it all together. They've shown they can either have pretty high tackle floors, 120-ish area, and then their, their impact plays are pretty good as well. Uh, what do I mean by that? I'm looking here in the index to Mario Davis this last season. Let me find him real quick. Where are you at, Demario? Oh, let's just look at Deion Jones. Deion Jones, 25 impact plays last year, but had under 130 tackles. So I really wish that the tackle number was a little bit higher on him. So that's why he's a little lower. Uh, Demario Davis, 2019, 28 impact plays, huge. Last year, only 19. Um, so I'm a little, so again, I would like that tackle floor to be a little higher for him to be a linebacker one, but I still love these guys as linebacker twos. Uh, let's talk about Alex Singleton kind of came on the scene hot last year, coming in at 16 this year. He has more or less essentially solidified himself as the starter for the Eagles, uh, linebacking core. Um, he's been wearing the green dot. It looks like it's going to be he and Eric Wilson out there did a video the other day about Eric Wilson in the, the first, uh, seven IDP sleeper video guys, go check that out as well on the channel. Uh, but they're going to they're going to rack up a lot of tackles. Uh, he, he put up 120 tackles this last year, which is a super impressive number for a guy who didn't even start the season. Uh, I believe it took it took several weeks for Alex Singleton to kind of take over and become, you know, who he was, which for a lot of people was a, like an arbitrage linebacker. One helped you win your win your season last year. Um, <clears throat> the impact plays were not high, only 12. But again, to to only start 11 games and come up with 120 tackles, he really was putting up high volume tackle numbers all season. And he's going to play for the Eagles, like I said. So I'm buying in on him as a, as a high end linebacker, too. Um, we'll just have to see what he can do to pull it all together all season. Um, let's talk about who else we're we going to talk about here on this list. Like I said, Micah Parsons at 17. Um, oh, this is a good point to bring up Jalen Smith. Okay, so if you do watch the other linebacker videos, which I recommend you do, go check those out. They're a little more in-depth about some of these players. So maybe you can make a decision based on some of that there that's a little different than what I've come up with uh, for your rankings. But um, Jalen Smith in those old videos was one of my top linebackers, and they're a little more dynasty-focused. Uh, um, but it, everything that I'm reading, everything that I'm seeing out of Cowboys Nation and out of that world is that – Parsons is going to be the guy and it's going to be Parsons and Neil and that's who Dan Quinn likes and that's who he's going to play. So Jalen Smith has been just screaming down my board. Um, it's like that, uh, that stonks emoji or meme where it's just down and the guy's screaming. Um, it's terrible. I hate it. It's, it's kind of hitting me all at once. Uh, I think Jalen Smith is a better linebacker than he's probably getting a little credit for. Uh, but I don't think this is like a sell or forget Jalen Smith. I think that while his value is diminished at this moment, um, he's going to be an NFL starter for a while um, as far as. So don't don't go getting rid of Jalen Smith. who You already have him for peanuts. Don't just drop him. He could very easily end up like Schobert, um, end up in a better situation. You know, somebody linebacker could go down two or three weeks in. What happens if Alex Singleton, who I was, well, he won't go there because that's in division, but you know what I mean. Things in the NFL change, and that's one of the most important things to remember. Not just actual situations, but even narratives around players. I mean, the narrative around Jalen Smith coming in was he was one of the best linebacker prospects ever. Now he's one of the worst linebackers in the NFL. It could change again. The situation can change. He was, you know, pretty much locked into a huge contract, and now they've drafted Micah Parsons. So things change. While it is bleak at this moment, don't give up on Jalen Smith. That's all I'm saying. So he's not a top 24 draftable linebacker for me right now. Uh, so if you are drafting this week, I mean, you can't take Jalen Smith uh, as high as you probably thought you could. Uh, I give you permission to reach on Micah Parsons, though. So Miles um, Jack, now kind of the primary guy for the – 
<clears throat> Jacksonville Jaguars with with uh, Joe Schober being gone. He put up a good season last year. I like him as a you know, like I said, a linebacker too. Um, the only guys I really want to bring up here is J- Jimmy Davis, Jerome Baker. I love those guys. I think they have a lot of upside. They're still just there's a little bit of unknown with Jamin Davis. Saving Collins appears to be locked into that starting role for the uh, for the Arizona Cardinals, who I don't think are going to be very good this year. Um, and I think he's going to score a lot of points for you. Uh, Ola Kuhn is going to be that second linebacker for Atlanta. He proved last year that he deserves to start and he deserves to be in your starting lineups in IDP. Um, Devin Bush, bearish on him compared to where I have been, but I still think he's a good linebacker. I still think he's on a disruptive defense. I mean, he's not just what I'm thinking. He is those things. Um, but I think the team's a little hesitant and a little worried about just what their depth at that situation, at, at that position and maybe his true upside as an NFL player. Good linebacker, maybe, um, and maybe they want to use him a little bit differently. Joe Schober gives him those options. Coming off the ACL tear, he's a, you know, a back-end linebacker, two for me. Probably don't even really want to start him as a line, linebacker, two, three. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm fine with Devin Bush there. Um, I'm a little worried to, you know, coming in last year, he was we, we were hot on him. I was hot on him. You know, I had him in the top 10 guy. So still top 24. We'll just have to see what this year brings. And then C.J. Mosley. Um, you may have forgotten who and what CJ Mosley is. He's a linebacker. Uh, he played for the Baltimore Ravens for a while, left, got injured there, and then ended up leaving, went to the Jets, got injured there, and then missed like an entire year, and then sat out all last year for COVID. So now he's playing football again, apparently, for the Jets. I'm not sure. I assume he's going to be one of their starting linebackers. They apparently really like Jared Davis. Um, and there's another guy, something Sherwood, I believe is his name, Jamin Sherwood, who they have been playing a lot. He'll probably be in the next sleeper video. I need to do a little bit more research on him. But uh, Mosley still has the chops. He still has been paid. And when we, we last saw him on the field, I mean, he went down swinging. I mean, he was having a monster game when he got hurt. Um, so I, I still like CJ Mosley. I still like him to be used a lot. Um, you know, probably a little bit more versatilely than some of your traditional linebackers. Um, and actually, just before this show started, I saw that the uh, Jets had just traded for Shaq Lawson from the Houston Texans. So I guess they're trying to make up for that loss of Carl Lawson. So they got a little edge help now. Um, I'm not super duper bullish on him, but we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll just have to see what this Jets team looks like. I'm I'm always hesitant to get on a Jets uh, bandwagon, <laughs> and uh, any Jets fan can probably tell you why. So, someone said your mic isn't working. I really, really hope that that is false. <laughs> oh, that would be awful. All right. Does anyone have any questions on these linebackers? Like I said, please subscribe to the channel and leave comments um, under here of any guys you're fading um, or any guys that you got like as sleepers uh, at the linebacker position. It's the most important position in fantasy football. The most not fans, IDP fantasy football, um, in my opinion, they have the the most versatile skill sets. They have the most varieties of ways to play, and they have one of the safest floors of any position essentially because they do eat up tackles. So. I'm very bullish on the linebacker position. I'm very bullish on drafting linebackers early and often. Uh, like I said, go check out that thread, um, which I will leave a, a a pinned or I'll leave a link to in the comments here. Um, yeah, and don't make sure you know. Try and get two or three of these linebackers on your team. 
Because at any moment, somebody could go down and you could be feeling good about depth and you're going to really be happy that you have guys that you know have floor and ceiling attached to them. My advice, try and get, you know, between rounds 7 and 11, get two to three of these guys on your team right here, and you're going to be set up uh, with a good start. Um, go check out the line or the defensive back show uh, that was done just the other day. I updated that. Um, again, just subscribe to the, chi- the channel, okay? This is all we do is do fantasy football shit all the time. Uh, we focus on the whole the whole game, offense, defense, special teams, as my man Sean McVay likes to say. So nobody's saying anything in the comments over here, even though some of y'all are watching. Like I said, I really hope that that comment that my microphone is not working is a is a lie to get me shocked and scared because it worked if it is. But all right, IDP Army, until next time. Let the rain hit the sand Build a house on a rock, got a plan Gotta get stocks, keep them bands Hit the clock, take blades on the fan Used to be mundane on a Monday Now you have fun day on a Sunday Cause you switching it up And you living it up You ain't getting enough